Let's uh, do all of those jokes again now that I'm recording. Um, Let's see. We said Brittany Jean is not my lover. Uh-huh. That's that's a very good one. I think I said something about Czechs. It was probably some sort of racial joke about uh, ch- people from Czechia. <laughs> um, I don't really remember. <laughs> I do love to make uh, racist jokes, though. Yeah. The Czech race. The Czech. <laughs> my, my grandma's of the Czech race. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you say check, 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 you're just talking about your grandma right into the mic. Yeah. Hey, 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 it's that show, you know. It's the Internet's only hot take outrage machine. It's Think Outside the Box Set. It's a podcast about learning to appreciate artists that maybe misunderstand and recognize or dismiss. And I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt, and our third co-host is Brittany Jean, not my lover. <laughs> She's just a girl who claims that I am the one, kidding, not my son. It kind of falls apart there. Very good. Um, yeah. Maybe the sister is not my sister, because Brittany's sister is on this. Um, it's true. But thank you for taking one for the team and just like go ahead and getting that out of the way. I didn't want to have to be the one who had to do it. <laughs> One yeah, of us now definitely we don't have. Now we don't. Have now to. we don't have to do it anymore. But and we will. That's the last time you'll hear that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have to, but we will on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just, just you wait. Um, yeah, this is a an album called Britney Jean, um, because I think her is her middle name that's actually her middle Jean? name. Yeah, this okay. is her second eponymous yes. album, E Pony yes. Mouth album, E Pony Mouth. Um, it also is is very, I think, evocative of Marilyn Monroe, right? I don't know. You tell me. Isn't her real name like about? Norma Jean? Oh, isn't that a Christian metal band? I think they named themselves. It's a metalcore band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, metalcore. Are uh, they Christian? Yeah. Come on. I don't know. Um, Norma Jean Mortensen is her name. Um, Chris. There is a Chris in the band. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Uh, oh, um, oh, there's no mention of it in the actual article on Wikipedia, but in the categories it says American Christian metal musical groups, Christian rock groups from Georgia. <laughs> you're right. You got it. You nailed it. Uh, um, I love a good Southern double name. Mm. Uh, like a, like Billy I Ray. recently had. Exactly. I recently had um, Billy Bob. Sarah Kate Morgan on uh, on Get Up in the Cool, who's fucking fantastic lap dulcimer player, one of the best out there, mm-hmm. and one of the best singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the best. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was in. She it, sounds all right. When getting ready, to, getting ready to interview her, I was just like, okay, so do I call? Is Sarah Kate Morgan? Is that like? <laughs> Jonathan Safran Foyer, um, or however you different, you know, is it is it like that? You know, is it like a is that your stage name? And I call you Sarah, and she's like, no, it's Sarah Kate. It's like Southern Sarah Kate. Mm. And I'm wondering if like Brittany went by Brittany Jean, like as a kid, maybe. Oh, that's an interesting point. I also I, as, a, as like a Southern double name. Why is that more prevalent in the South than elsewhere? That's just what Sarah Kate told me. Oh. That it's a southern thing. Hmm. 
Interesting. So I guess uh, if you want to at her, I'll include a link <laughs> to Sarah K. Morgan. Yeah, put that in the learning links and everyone just bombard her with questions about trivial bullshit. <laughs> Here, I'll say, ask Sarah K. Morgan about uh, Southern... Her Sarah Kate-ness. Um, uh, naming conventions. Yeah. If you buy her album. Oh, that's the price of admission, folks. Yeah, um, then you can get that hot goss. Hot goss. Hot gossip. Um, we've spent a lot of time not talking about Britney Spears or this album. Uh, this is uh, to 2013 it came out. Yes, the end of 2013. Uh, she brought Will I Am on as executive producer. Uh, yeah, um, he, he got a little test run in the last album. Yeah, he did. Or the last two albums, huh? I guess so. Um, she broke up with... Uh, I think the title was Boyfriend, Jason Trawick or Trawick or however you pronounce that. I think they were engaged. Oh, really? Um, Apparently, he was also a co-conservator of her uh, weird... Jesus Christ. Like, open imprisonment thing. Uh, And Wikipedia (laughs) uses this this language, restoring her father as the sole conservator. (laughs) Yikes. Fucking nightmare. Yes. Uh, Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that... (laughs) I'm glad that uh yeah there's at least only one horrible man in charge of Britney right now. <laughs> yep. Um I think that's basically all there is that like the Wikipedia um biography sections just like get smaller and smaller for each like uh each successive album. And I think she's I mean she's definitely sort of faded from her position of prominence. She's not as prominent yeah. in 2013 as she was in, you know, 2007, for instance. Uh-huh. Um, there was a, there was a leak for this album of mm-hmm. a, a non auto tuned take of alien. Oh, I included a sound sample that oh, we can good. play once we start talking about alien. It's a very, uh, but song. I think, yeah, I think people, you know, are at the, at this point are, well, th- that's probably around the time when, you know, people are talking about like, you know, T-Pain autotune and stuff and yeah. are suspicious of it specifically in a way that they had never, you know, raised an eyebrow at before. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's not good singing. It's really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe we should just get into it and talk about that song, eh? Yeah. Alien. Yeah. Alien. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Even the auto-tuned version. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you can hear the auto-tuned stressing. Yep. It's buckling <laughs> under the weight of its stress. Um, let's listen to your sound samples. It looks like they're from the yeah. same part of the song as each other. Uh, no, like one of them is like the chorus after the second verse, I think. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the first verse, I think. Okay, so the first verse probably lines up with what we just heard. There was a time I was one of a kind Lost in the world, doubting me, myself, and that was lonely Oof, 
that that almost sounds like d auto like auto detuned it almost sounds like it's been run through processing to to like untune it do you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah they're it's enough those notes are out of tune enough that they're new notes yes essentially yeah yeah which is which is pretty intense as, <laughs> as a singer of uh you know the pretense is that she's that we're we're listening to her singing. Yes, you know, supposedly. And for a singer, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, it's easy. It's easy to be pitchy in the studio or 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 live. Mm-hmm. It's really easy too. But like being pitchy is different from singing different notes. Yes, <laughs> that are also pitchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, play, play that other sound sample. Yeah. Oof, that's a bit rough. Because didn't didn't we hear? a little bit of like Britney Spears as a kid singing some like old musical theater number or something in a pageant. Mm-hmm. I believe we did. It might've been a religious song. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Uh, I remember then thinking like, this is fine. You know, yeah. it's high energy and that's mostly what she's bringing at the time. But I was like, you know, this makes sense. Um, but to me, when I hear like, when I hear this, what I think is like, Oh, this is someone who hasn't had the chance to, hasn't had the chance to really develop her skills mm-hmm. uh, or to develop her musical skills um, because she's just been pushed through this system that's valued everything else and has like uh, outsourced that aspect of the music, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and even in that auto tune version, you know, it's, it's not just the, the notes that are out of, the the out of tune notes it's also her breath control mm-hmm. um is obviously unaltered there and like she sounds like she just doesn't have enough air in her lungs um and her notes are tapering yeah it's but it's like there was something there i think people i think <laughs> there was some there was some talent there but mm-hmm. it didn't get a chance to get developed mm-hmm. and i think that's sad yeah i mean Part of me wanted to cut her slack and say, like, maybe she is doing this on purpose in order to accentuate the effect of the auto-tune, which could feed into, like, the thematic content of the song. She feels like an alien. She feels, like, artificial or, like, out of place. Um, But... I, you know, having listened to two true. of them, I, I don't, don't think we think have any reason to believe that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> having listened to both of them, I don't think that seems true. Um, like wh- when I hear her singing, I do not think like this is someone who has agency with her voice. Oh, it doesn't sound intentional. Well, here's something, Cameron. This is an interesting tidbit. The, here, there is an AV Club article um, titled "Here's a Recording of Britney Spears Without Auto Tune" from 2014. Oh, interesting. Apparently, this is a take from a vocal warm-up. Um, okay, and that makes me inclined to cut her a lot more slack. Um, because oh so that's what we're listening to yeah here. yeah it's it's not it's not meant to be like a take of the song she is warming up 
and I don't I don't specifically how know how it works with singing or like the intonation of singing, but I do know that vocal warm-ups often involve you saying things you wouldn't normally say. They don't just consist of like, you know, saying the lines over and over again in like a theater production for instance. So, I think it's yeah. we can cut her some slack for that. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I <laughs> sort of suspect that that's a PR thing. Oh. Like mm. what, what when I when I do vocal warm-ups, I'm not singing I'm usually not singing the thing that I'm going to be performing. Mm-hmm. I'm going like mini 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 min 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 ma and higher, you know, with a piano or something. Oh, I like that song. Uh, what what young, song is that? <laughs> well, it's a very good warm-up song. Oh, I'll I'll have you to look that up, up on steps. iTunes. A very good warm-up yeah. song. <laughs> mini 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 min 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 ma mm. and higher. Mm-hmm. That's the name of it. It's a bop. And the lyrics. It's the summer jam. Uh or doing like yawn size or doing all of these like different body awareness things. And to me, it sounds like she's, it sounds like she's trying her hardest to do a good take. Like it doesn't, <laughs> okay. that's what it sounds like to me. And yeah. it, it very well may be that the final take before autotune is better than that. Yeah. You know, maybe that wasn't the final take. I mean, honestly, there probably isn't a final take. They probably had oh, her yeah. do a bunch of takes and then they composite together. I mean, even like really talented singers and musicians, th- this will happen in the studio, you know, because um, there's a certain amount of artifice there, even like regardless of your agency. That's common. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like taking bits and pieces from different takes. And, right. You know, when you when you're when you're overdubbing and everything's isolated, it's easy to do that. So a bit. I, I suspect there's something like that happening here yeah i think you're probably right um yeah i lyrically this song is like pretty um i don't know it's like one simile she's basically like yep i feel like an alien and uh when we're together uh, i don't feel alone i don't i don't feel like i feel like you're an alien (laughs) like you're an alien too and we're aliens together it's a real uh, shrek and fiona type deal uh, yeah, crossed through the universe to get where you are. Traveled the night riding on a shooting star. Yeehaw! Like pew, pew, pew! <laughs> <laughs> She's waving her cowboy hat. Yeehaw! Uh, had to get used to the, wor- the world I was on while yet still unsure if I knew where I belonged. Whoa, what a sentence. Pretty um, incoherent. <laughs> Imagery. Yeah, uh, she's she's got writing credits on all of these songs this time. She described it as her most personal album. Yeah, I bet she did this her most writing. Yeah, I bet. I think she might have, though. She wasn't the executive producer of this album, which uh-huh. she was for. Uh, what was that album I liked from way back? Um, Blackout or In the Zone? Might have been Blackout. Uh, I forget at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It was not In the Zone. I think it was Blackout. Um. Yeah. Uh want to move on to the next one, Work Bitch? Yeah. It is <laughs> okay. Should. It is a title that is missing a comma cuz she's saying work bitch. It is she is addressing the bitch. It is not describing a bitch who works. Uh <laughs> it is not describing the person who is a bitch at work. It's a work comma bitch. Yeah. It's an imperative. Yeah. Just trying to get it now Pick up what I'm down Pick up what I'm down You wanna 
Britney Spears fucking Ben Shapiro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Ben Shapiro ideology. But Britney Spears pulls an Eminem and uh, starts performing in a random accent completely out of nowhere. She she sounds like she's trying to be like one of the the Spice Girls. Yeah, she's she's done this like, oh, I'm going to do a Madonna moment in a song. She's done that before. I feel like that's not for a whole song, though. I don't think you know, you think she does that for the whole song. Ah, uh, definitely for the whole chorus. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. It's really weird to me. She says about the word bitch. <laughs> this is on the genius I'm reading it too. This yeah. is I don't call everyone ellipses that word. <laughs> I just use it as it's like in respect to the gays. The as gays. a term of endearment. You know, the gays. It's like a street slang for everyone, you know. Like you get to work, that's what you do when you get to work, and it's like cool. Ah, yes, and she gets to decide that. <laughs> that is cool. I mean, I <laughs> I think she has a, a following yes. uh, of the gays at this point. And um I mean, I don't know. I think it's fine. It's just it's such a I weird it. way to talk I, about it. I think <laughs> I mean, I know I, I interviews don't think are hard. Descri- I know what she means, but I do not think that that, that is a particular. <laughs> She's not ready to defend. Yeah, that word, <laughs> even though I understand the defense that she's making. Yeah, interviews are hard, and I try to cut people some slack, but it's. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a weird way to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, it's this like is, a street slang. It's like a street slang. Uh, it's like in respect to the gays. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in respect to the gays um yeah this is uh it's it's talking about how if you want to get things you have to work for them uh you don't want to be some f- socialist freeloader who's profiting off of my tax dollars um you, you got to work if you want to have a hot bikini body if you want a maserati etc etc yeah all of her all of her examples are like pretty rough yeah <laughs> they're, they're all uh like very capitalist mm-hmm. um they're all very empty. conspicuous consumption yeah party Maserati, in france Lamborghini. you better work bitch yeah it's mm. the weird thing is that this is a club song and yeah. i believe that the way work bitch is being in uh uh, not interpreted um not not in terms of understanding but in, interpreting like in, in terms of like uh interpreting a role people are hearing the phrase work bitch and they're like yes that refers to dancing that refers to like moving my body right. that refers to like, you're like my own performance yeah, yeah you're voguing yeah. you're doing your thing but it's weird that that's not at all what this song is about she has no. eight million songs about dancing and she has to make this one some like republican dad just like going well if you want a lamborghini you gotta <laughs> work for it and i don't like you hanging out with these low lives <laughs> i mean there's uh, there's one point where she says work it hard like it's your profession so it kind of almost hints there that it is actually about dancing and that this is all a metaphor i guess yeah maybe uh, mm, the text doesn't really support doesn't that. really support it um but the pre-chorus seems to be all about dancing here comes the smasher here comes the master here comes the big beat big beat to blast yet no time to quit now just time to get it now pick up what i'm putting down pick up what i'm putting down i take that back that is not necessarily about dancing it is 
very unclear what is it about <laughs> uh okay so there's a music video did you watch it i did not i i watched the music video it's pretty fun uh-huh <laughs> Uh, there's a big dance stage in a desert and there's a, huh. a, she's, she's got all these backup dancers doing this routine and they're all in the same outfit as her, but they all have black wigs and she has her blonde hair. Mm. Um, but it's all the same haircut and they're doing this routine. that's pretty entertaining. And the camera's like, uh, flying around, um, revolving around it and then there's like a bugatti at one point that's like doing donuts around the stage <laughs> like it's re- it's really silly but it's pretty fun at one point there's like a bdsm club and this woman has a beats by dre bluetooth speaker in her mouth like as Whoa. like a gag mm-hmm. and then someone presses the sync button <laughs> <laughs> uh th- at one point there are a lot of exploding mannequins it's pretty fun mm-hmm it at also at no point in that video does it refer to <laughs> does it back up the text that this is about um yeah. you know meritocracy <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> <sighs> so oh yeah uh pretty pretty silly i think what we've learned here is that the rich uh are rich because they worked hard uh and they deserve their position and we should just shut up and and uh, be satisfied with the scraps that they deign to let fall from their table. Yeah, there's a genius annotation uh, for that first chorus. Brittany has been in the game for a long time. <laughs> she has earned the millions needed to get everything she wants. Wow. So if you're someone who dreams but never achieve, you need to actually put in <sighs> blood, sweat, and tears if you want to live the high life with a nice body which is linked, has a link. I don't uh, know what that link goes to. Uh, a Bugatti, on it. a Maserati, a Lambo, or even a top shelf cocktail. A top shelf cocktail, not top chef cocktail. Uh, the Hot Body oh, yeah, this is, uh, links to the cover the hot, of Shape yeah. magazine, which has Britney on it and has the, uh, the wonderful headlines, drop 10 pounds fast, tighten your tummy, strip away stress, uh, a body, get it now, a body built for sex. Sex is underlined. Oh, my God. And then God. Brittany, at her best, 31, firm, and fabulous. And she is highly uh, airbrushed. A body built for sex. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, um, how you build bodies and you're basically a robot and stuff. <laughs> I am sex bot. I mean, I guess that's actually a thing. <laughs> um, yes, it is. <laughs> So behind the bath, it's in a body built for sex. And that reminds me behind the bastards has been, uh, covering this historical figure recently, a recent historical figure, um, in this two part episode called the, the, and then parenthetically male doctor who redesigned vaginas. Uh, it's about Dr. James Burt. And it's this guy who, um, is like this really like, basically just like a you know a sex weirdo Uh but he ends up being like a a person who does like gynecological surgery and he just like uh rebuilt vaginas in his in his own image if you will oh boy um, like to like thousands of women without their consent in america like in the last number of decades oh shit yeah well you know it's pretty upsetting if he's rebuilding vaginas in his own image that makes him a cunt. 
Shit, should you cut that out? <laughs> Fuck. Should I have said that? I don't oh know. no. I mean <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I mean I get the joke you're making. <laughs> Fuck. I apologize. That I, I shouldn't be using that word. Ah. Um take it over to I mean what are they saying over on uh Beyond the Box set? <laughs> I, I, I don't you, think are UK brothers. Great question. I don't think I've ever heard them use that word. I'm I haven't kept up, but yeah, it it means it has different connotations over there. Over here it's not great connotations and I shouldn't be the one using that word. All right. Well, you got the uh infraction and the apology in one. Do you want me to cut it out or do you want me to leave it? You can it keep in? it in. Just everyone just make sure <laughs> okay. to cancel me. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> Internetville. <laughs> You're out of the entertainment biz. <laughs> uh, um Although, what are we talking about? I feel like a woman could make that joke and it would be empowering. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm digging the hole deeper. Fuck. All right. Yeah, um, there it is. Perfume? Should we just move on? We should. Yes. Perfume. Sometimes it feels like there's So Brittany goes poly, and to cope with it, she marks her territory, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of weird metaphors. It feels <laughs> weird to say goes poly. I mean, she it just seems said, like this is... Seems really- like there's three in, of us in here, baby. Yeah. It seems like this is a, a dating relationship where they're not cohabitating, because she's, like, waiting for him to call. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard to say. It seems like maybe there's not full disclosure, but it's hard to say how much disclosure she's specifically entitled to, I guess. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. So, maybe we should back up. And before we, like, talk about the song, we should, like, actually say what it is. This is a song about, it's essentially a love triangle. Um, Britney Spears is dating someone, and that person has an ex-girlfriend. And Britney is very uh concerned that the person might still be thinking about their ex-girlfriend or maybe perhaps even still seeing their ex-girlfriend um britney is saying i'm trying to be cool i'm being paranoid am i seeming seeming things am i just insecure um to the point where she says sometimes it feels like there's three of us in here baby which is a weird thing to rhyme three with baby i'm pregnant (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have a baby um and so she copes with it by um and while I wait, I put on my perfume. Yeah, I want it all over you. I got to mark my territory. A very troubling song. Yeah. But I will say, I, I think it's kind of effective. I mean, I like I like the the, the implicit parallel she's drawing between y- like using her perfume as like an animal urine musk. <laughs> like a cat, like going around like pissing on like trees and stuff. Like she's marking her territory. <laughs> And she uses the that word and that that phrasing, yeah. and uh, her her perfume smells like piss. I think is what she's trying to get at. <laughs> piss by Britney Spears. Oh boy, um, she. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that the music video for this and this song it's it's about promoting her new fragrance. 
Is it called Piss by Britney Spears? There's, a, there's like an emoji heart <laughs> it's like after piss. Ammonia. That's very good. Or ammonia. Ammonia. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a troubling. What's the French word for ammonia? Because that's probably what Troubling song. Um, Taylor Kish, I think, is in the music video or a Taylor Kitsch lookalike. I don't know if it's Kitsch or Kish. Mm. Um, there's in a couple of these music videos for this album. <laughs> there's the there's how, there's the French word for it. Ammoniac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ammoniac sounds like a fancy drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it Wink. is a fancy drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what was I saying? Oh yeah, there's in these music videos. There's like there's a couple times there's a a conspicuous brunette kind of villainess character. Brunettes are bad, man. Um, and I wonder if like that's supposed to, you know, be uh, be the the kind of <laughs> the same thing that you know, Cry Me a River, <laughs> Justin Timberlake kind of, you know, like I wonder if it's supposed to represent someone, um, mm-hmm. in like someone specific. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay, so there are ac- there were accusations for this album that some of these s- tracks have non-Britney Spears singers masquerading as oh, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of them. I didn't read anything about. Th- I don't think th- about this one specifically. Like people thinking that. Uh, I mean, let me look. Yeah, people thought Passenger had someone else's voice. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, there's, there's a thing, there's a quote, a PR quote. Um, the only backing vocals on Perfume are from Sia. Britney absolutely sings on Perfume. I don't think it sounds like her mm. at all. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds like a completely different voice. It sounds way less processed. And it's like, if there's autotune, it feels like it's doing way less work. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's her, in, at least in a lot of it. Yeah, let's take a listen. yeah that it's a she's got a lot more like chest voice going on yeah it's she's got like a much more um like not like not it's almost i can't quite think of the word but it's like kind of like posh or refined it it almost sounds like a um like shania is who i'm thinking of sure yeah or like a shakira or like um there's there's, Celine uh, Dion, maybe is maybe who I'm thinking. It's of. less affected, which Britney is capable of doing. But yeah. yeah, it's more like there's. It sounds more like a trained singer trying to do singing instead of affected, like close to the mic breathing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's resonant. Yeah. There's projection. Then mm-hmm. you know you can hear the work that her instrument is doing. Um, yeah, and it doesn't sound like it was added in post. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't sound like Britney. I don't mm-hmm. think it's her. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move on to It Should Be Easy? Yeah, Will I Am. Will You Are. You bring me zen, yes, you bring me zen. You make me feel like a million, billion. I let you in, but don't you break my heart. Don't you rip me apart. Don't you rip me apart. Baby, love. 
should be easy. It shouldn't be complicated. It should be easy. Huh, I wonder if they used autotune on this album at all. <laughs> no, I like I like autotune in general. And I and I like it in, in applications like this. I think it's fun. Because it's it's not trying to hide anything. Yeah, it's I definitely liked it more on this song than on Alien. Um, something that I think is really cool about this song is the the rhythm. The obviously the pitches are quantized, mm-hmm. but I don't think the rhythm is. And I think I think Britney Spears has really good rhythm. We've mm. heard her do some mm. really interesting phrasing, yeah, uh, in in her singing before, um, and I think this sample here that says "this pocket" is cool. Mm. Um, I I think it sounds really good and interesting. Like it sounds like it's in a different time signature, but it's squeezed into four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should you should listen to that. Yeah. And I think this is Britney. That is cool. Yeah, I, she might be, you know, clicked and dragged around a little bit, but I don't have any specific reason to think that because I mm-hmm. know that she has a rhythm because, you know, we've seen her dance. We've seen videos of her dance and she yeah. knows what she's doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that is cool. I agree. Yeah. And it's nice to be like, oh, yeah, there's some musicianship right there. That's mm-hmm. something innate that you know, maybe got to, uh, got to develop because she spent so much time doing the things that, you know, you can't fake like dancing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it uh, doesn't at some point she like re- refer to herself as more of a dancer than a singer or something, or am I making that up? Probably. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds true. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not I much really to the song like- lyrically except the, of course, love should be easy. It shouldn't be complicated. There's there's a little bit of fleshing out, but not a ton. That's about it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I I agree that I I don't know. I have people in my life who are uh, pursuing uh, love interests, and it's way more complicated than it probably should have to be. It's mm-hmm. like you should. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- you should move on it shouldn't be this hard <laughs> yeah but on the other hand i i have you know people who you know don't try hard enough um that i've seen people not try hard enough and it's like well it should be a little complicated you gotta fight for your right to have love yeah i mean at least the, a little bit the beastie boys and their infinite wisdom <laughs> told us yeah Th- i mean this is where like you know in you know, bridge spent uh, or Brittany spent the bridge going la di di la di da. It's the only way you love. When maybe she she should have been like, of course, real love is a little bit tricky, but not that tricky, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I think that would have maybe really pulled it together. Yeah, D- take a page from Taylor Swift's you know bridge book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bridge bridge over troubled water. Bridge Taylor Swift. The Hegelian is. dialectics um, of Taylor Swift's bridges. Bridges of will Swift you, County. Will, will you give us a, a, a nasty melancholy drop, please? I will. The nastiest. Say it, say it. 
pumping my fists with tears streaming down my face listening to yeah. that. It's kind of like an amazing. It's so high energy, but it's also like sad. It's really sad. like harmonically. Yeah, and I I almost always like that. Uh, <laughs> Those are great. I don't know why. I just predisposed. We're to, high like, energy, yeah. sad people, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we just like being represented. Yeah, representation matters. It does. Um, well, should we tick tick boom? Yes. Next song is called Tick Tick Boom. Nathan, Nathan is out of school. <laughs> Nathan's done with class, so he gets to do stupid shit on the show again. Yay! He's back. Nathan's back, baby. Woo! Uh, oh shit! Yeah. So that was wow. Good poll. <laughs> Thanks. That's um, that's a real millennial poll, right? It's there. a real millennial poll. It's also um, something that I'm sure my wife will not at all remember or recognize because she did not grow up surrounded by shitty white people music like I did. <laughs> Uh, that is Saliva, I believe, is the name of the band. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. It's the worst. I remember there was a Western movie, and it was like a modern Western movie. Uh, Wild Wild West. Was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. Big Money Rustlers. Uh, it was... Uh, oh, God. That's what they called it, wasn't it? Big Money Rustlers. Wait, are you, th- are you seriously thinking of the ICP one? No, I, you just reminded me that that was their... Oh. I mean, I think that's clever. Yeah. Anyway, um, I forget what it was called, but it had that... That was in the soundtrack and in oh, the trailer. Oh, you're right. You're right, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what movie it is, but I remember seeing that trailer and it's like, click, click, boom! Well, this this song that we're about to hear a sample of is not about violence and aggression and posturing. It's about um, how much time it takes you to nut <laughs> it certainly is cameron and by you i mean britney <laughs> yes i am britney you know hear me roar no mood of the same thing and thinking maybe could it make me scream his name and give me the right aim but can you tell me good and make me tick 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 boom uh yeah mm-hmm. uh and there's a there's a very explicit uh <laughs> verse by ti do you want to play a little the most explicit and hilarious sound sample from that yes i do <laughs> treat her like an animal somebody called somebody called Peter. oh boy. oh god um Boy, can you tame these goodies? That's that's a bit of a mixed metaphor, maybe to uh, think about taming goodies. Hey, Cameron, have you had your goodies tamed recently? <laughs> uh, it's the only way I can finish. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, this is a song about um, sex. Uh, Britney Spears says right off the bat, "You got sex siren in your face. Let me get up on it." <laughs> <laughs> sure just get on my face just get on it yeah is do you think that's a reference to face sitting cameron i i maybe <laughs> <laughs> um sex siren on your face 
Uh, and then in the later verse, she talks about being tied to the mast and having her ears plugged and her eyes covered. That's a reference to the Odyssey. Yeah. Or I guess her ears were aren't... She wants to be able to hear the sirens, but not Oh, succumb. right. So, she's so tied she, her, to the mast. Her ears aren't plugged. But yeah. everyone else has wax in their ears or cotton balls or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, talk dirty to me, babe, every time I want it. Hush, please no more games. <laughs> it's funny that she says, talk dirty to me, and then she's like, hush, please no more games. No more of the same thing. Been thinking maybe could he make me scream his name. It's so weird that it goes from second person to third person. Is she like yeah. fantasizing about someone else while she's with the second person? Uh, <laughs> like you're reading into the syntax a little. It's bit just much. weird that it like completely changes grammatically. Make me scream his name and give me the right aim. Not really sure what that means. Boy, can you tame these goodies, baby? Make me tick, 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 boom. All right, I want to like talk about a specific thing that Ti raps. He says with a flat stomach. Fat uh, booty, uh-huh. nice shaped titties. Yep. And then he says this, my wrist so froze you could ice skate with it. Uh, is he is he uh, doing a little bit of Mr. Freeze cosplay from uh, Batman <laughs> Forever, Batman and Robin, I think? Ice to meet your, you. Is this your tie-in? This is my tie-in to our tie-in. weekly mini-show called What's in the Box Weekly, which you can get access to if you kick us a few bucks on our Patreon at uh, support.boxit.website. Um, I, yeah, it was so natural. Thank you, Cameron, for your uh, glowing look of admiration that you're giving me right now that the, li- the listeners only have my word to go on it, and therefore they believe me when I say that. Um, I was wondering if it meant that he his wrist was covered in diamonds froze and i looked at that's what urban dictionary says interesting says froze covered in diamonds um yeah i get it's just it's just it's a weird i guess it makes sense it's like a weird parallel it's like your beauty is defined by having a flat stomach fat booty nice shaped titties nice and my my desirability is about how much jewelry i have on my wrist right yeah yeah there's i mean there's a um this this verse goes a lot of places. It's highly discursive. It, it starts off like very placed and telling a story. Came here for a minute. Let me taste you, baby. Light your fuel. Detonate you, baby. Got you. My brain have you going insane. My dynamite stick known to drive shit crazy, baby. Um, <laughs> right there in my wife beater. She liked the way I eat her, beat her, beat her. Treat her like an animal. Somebody called PETA. Um, put a little of this inside a margarita. Not really sure what that means. Okay. Then put your thing. Have <laughs> you right. have you running like a meter on a cab in the city where the girls are pretty? <laughs> oh. Find me in the club where the girls get busy. It's just like th- he has a a meta a a simile rather that just takes over the song. He's like, I'm gonna have you running like a meter in a cab in it in, in, in driving in the city. And then this city, oh, it has girls who are getting pretty, and then we're all in the club together. <laughs> he just like goes and then down. They'll this, meet me. They'll meet me. And then me. we'll go through the cycle again. Yeah. He's, it, this is this sex is so good. This outside of linear time. It's it's very recursive. It's a real like Gödel Escher Bach like type uh, <laughs> type like eternal braid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's the most uh, Kaufman esque of Ti's verses. I would yeah. say. Uh, this, this, uh, yeah, Michel Gondry should have, um, directed this music video. <laughs> he did something very similar right. for, uh, Bjork's Hyper Ballad, which is a <laughs> awesome is music video. 
This is getting pretentious and it's my fault. Oh, it's getting uh, pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Should we... Uh, oh, I don't want to oh, talk about all of these songs. One more thing you have to say about this song. It's pretty clear that she is saying dick, dick, boom a lot of the time, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which... <laughs> which i i now refuse to think that anything other than the that's that fake out song that you played i i think that's what they were saying all along dick dick boom <laughs> i'm gonna do karaoke uh as soon as i'm fully vaxxed and i'm gonna i want to put that one up do you think it's on the karaoke in the folders <laughs> if there's any boom. saliva song it would be that one <laughs> Well, that's first on my list. Dick, yeah. dick, boom. Dick, dick, boom. Hi, I'm Dick Boom. Come on down to Dick Boom's used car outlet. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's stupid and I like it. Uh, very nice. Uh, great. Um, let's see. Is it worth talking about body ache? I want to talk about yeah, passenger. I have, some, I, I have some music theory stuff to talk about oh. in body ache. Awesome. Here we go. Body ache. I I like those drastically uh, bent notes on a synth. I think that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it's got the wheel. Got yeah. the wheel whoop, going. Whoop, doop, 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 whoop, doop, 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 doop. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun, fun on purpose. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I forget. Yeah, play, play my sound sample. I think it might be some of what we just listened to. And what uh-huh. before you hit play, uh-huh. what I want people to listen for is how kind of atonal the uh uh the sung melody is uh when it's over the top of the that chord progression mm-hmm. okay that is pretty bonkers yeah, so what's going on here is that she's singing, um, I believe, in the key of D flat major. Um, you would think that the chord underneath would be like, um, mm, Ooh, see if banjo I can time. Oh, guitar, guitar time. I got, a, I got a proper guitar today. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. You think it'd be like, Mm-hmm. And then maybe a mm-hmm. or back to there, something yeah. like that. That would be the obvious thing to, or an obvious thing to do. Right. Um, it's a very simple pentatonic melody, but underneath, uh, she uh, the the chords are going. Um, ooh, <laughs> let's see. I, I'm not like a super good guitar player, so I wonder if I can actually figure this out um so it goes e flat minor over b flat to b flat minor over f and then to a flat minor over or a flat yeah a flat minor over c flat um let's see if i can figure that out real quick yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i'll just actually do 
uh, do bar chords like a like a real jazz bow. Mm. Um, yeah, so she's going. Uh, where where is that again? So she's going. Um, so there's all of these extensions where she starts and ends the lines. She's going. That's a. That's like an eleven. That that one's consonant. I think that's a sharp eleven in that chord. Yeah, I I don't know. My ear's not that good for. I play old time music for a living, so. She she very clearly was singing over a different set of chords, and then they changed it out from under her afterwards. Um, because it, it's not a melody that makes a lot of sense, but it's very unsettling to hear. I think yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe play it one more time, just so that people can actually hear uh, Brittany do it. Yeah. That is cool. I wonder if if um I know that there are certain subject subsets of electronic music that dabble more in dissonance or extended harmonies than others. Like I think there's like dark synth. There's like something some genre of music that involves the word dark huh. or something that I think often does a lot more with like minor key and uh dissonance or extended harmonies than like EDM typically does, for instance. Sure. Yeah, like, I don't think the point of her melody with these chords is to create specific extensions uh, as much as just sound like two different ideas that are clashing. Like when you're, I don't know, like if you're in a public space and you hear two different radios playing. Mm hmm. At the same time, double and it's music. Two songs in different keys. Yeah, double music. Um, Bella Bartok would uh, would call this. Oh, that's a the guy bi-tonal. from uh, the Anastasia movie. He's the bat guy. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe he explains bitonality in there for all for all our bi curious listeners. Um, I was and, al- uh, yeah, I was almost going to make a version of that joke, and I'm glad you took one for the is. team. <laughs> okay, <laughs> again, <laughs> mine was not even that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just hogging the ball over here. <laughs> I gotta be a team player. You're like a tanuki. <laughs> Slam dunking over here. Um, so yeah, like the chords are in E flat minor, and she's singing in D flat major, which are mostly compatible keys. But it feels strange it's suspended when you play them over each other. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the notes are the same, but the tonal centers are different and you can notice it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, Music Theory Corner. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the song is about how she wants to dance until her body ache. Um, yeah. 
that's how that, long does it take uh, you to dance until your body aches <laughs> uh well as i'm getting older cameron it takes less and less time <laughs> it used to be more of a tantric experience and now it's more of a tick tick boom if you know what i mean <laughs> it's not even a tick 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 boom it's like a tick, tick yeah boom. yeah i have a pretty intense refractory period <laughs> between songs <laughs> <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> Oh uh, boy, uh, you make my. I don't body have notes ache. for any of the rest yeah. of these songs. Uh, I, I wanna, think they're all boring. I want to talk about "Chilling with You," which is a absolutely bizarre song. Yeah, yeah. So just to set this up, this is her duet with her sister. Um, so th- st- that that is the starting uh, point of this song, and let's listen to it. so this is very odd to me like it starts off i mean the intro of the song is like this like strummed kind of like faux folky i I think her sister dabbles in like folk and country like pop country so it's the intro of the song is kind of reminiscent of that um, it starts off with these sweet lyrics. I laughed so much that I cried. I danced so much till I was tired, <laughs> which she also has a refractory period. I drank some red wine and now I'm walking <laughs> on the sky. I had the time of my life and you know, you know, I'm feeling all right. And it seems like this sweet song about like hanging out with your sister and like having a good time and stuff. And then it just segues into this absolutely bizarre chorus that seems from a different song where she just repeats this one phrase over and over again in a pretty weird way when i'm with you i'm chilling i'm chilling i'm chilling when i'm with you i'm chilling and it feels a maybe a little appropriative for her to like like sing it that way with that pronunciation um i don't know if i'm alone in thinking that i don't know (laughs) that requires a certain amount of engagement with the song and a certain amount of taking it seriously i guess that's true Uh, yeah um and so it's just it's so weird that this chorus is in this song because otherwise it could be this like really sweet just song about sister bonding and then it's like all of a sudden a different character bursts through the wall kool-aid man style and it's just like <laughs> like when i'm with you i'm chilling i'm chilling i'm chilling and it's like what this is is this supposed to be a club banger now because the the verse and in the intro cannot be a club banger uh, yeah, Britney Spears says in a tweet on December 5th, 2013, she's more of a country artist, and I'm obviously pop. Yeah. So we figured we would meet in the middle. And have a song that is two different songs just crammed together. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even really yep. a pop chorus either. It's just kind of like a... No. Um, what, I don't know how you describe it. It's it's uh, almost like a like a hip hop like pretty bare bonesy like hip hop almost yeah yeah i i at this point i just feel like i just want it sounds like it's something that britney spears wanted to do uh yeah and i just want her to get what she wants at this point i don't care if it's good i just want her to have any sort of agency Mm -hmm. and she i it seemed like she was just like yeah i want to do a song with my sister uh i'll put it far back in the album and it'll just be a thing for me and like like great it's fine. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Make any decisions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess she's able to make decisions, and that's good. Um, 
So whatever. It's just it's a weird song. I agree. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like any of the back half of this album. Um Yeah, do you and, wanna and, hmm? and with that I would say I'm probably ready to close it up. <laughs> okay. you have anything any final notes. Yeah, I don't think I really do. Um Passengers is somewhat interesting. It was produced by Diplo. Um, that's the other one that people think she's not singing on. Yeah, maybe we could just at least listen to the sound sample. All I don't right, think we have a lot that. to say about it. I could see people arguing that that chorus is not Britney. Yeah. It, I don't think it's as stark of a difference. Yeah. As a uh, perfume, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. What do we got? What, one album left? I think we do. I think we are left with glory, which came out glory. Uh, was it 2017? It came out 2016. Um, and she re-released it last year with a new cover, uh, which is oh, almost naked in the desert. Uh, on top of a large chain wearing well, like she's gonna get she's gonna get sunburned she's gonna get sunburned and then cameron when the Brilliant. sun goes down it's she's gonna get extremely cold because <laughs> at night in the desert it gets quite cold i like how you said extremely the four <laughs> syllables <laughs> that's one of my oh, yeah, favorite things is. to do <laughs> yeah all right. Well, until next week with Glory, the next Britney Spears album, this has been Think Outside the Box Set. Thanks for joining us. You can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast. Uh, write us a review on iTunes if you would like. And we would like, uh, so please do, uh, smash those stars type up the words uh that is a good way to support us another really good way and more direct way to support us is to go to support.boxset.website which redirects to our patreon you can kick us a few bucks uh if you just give us a few bucks you get access to all of our bonus materials which includes uh some full-length stuff that we are hoping to get back into doing a little bit more of now that i am not in school anymore um but also we have a weekly mini show it wasn't so mini this week it was about 45 minutes long i think it's a big one cameron talked about pompoko the takahata classic Mm -hmm. which involves raccoon-like animals bouncing around on big scrotes um (laughs) yeah among other things yes well that was the the only thing i took away things (laughs) (laughs) that was the only takeaway for me scrotums um and i i did maybe one of the most in-depth uh comparisons between the movies moulin rouge and the the movie version of phantom of the opera um and uh yeah it's i i went i went really off the rails and just like spent a long time talking about their similarities and differences so put on some oven mitts before you listen to that one. Ooh, it gets hot. Real hot takes. Real hot takes. But you won't know what they are unless you kick us a few bucks. Yeah. So it's a very uh, modest yeah. amount of money. A modest, a tiny amount of money. Less than less than a cup of coffee for month per month, folks. That's all we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just, th- think about it as like you're buying one of us a cup of coffee per month. Uh, more like half of a cup of coffee per month. Yeah. <laughs> we drink bougie coffee so yeah we don't go to we don't get diner coffee what do you take us for plebeians all right 
Well, uh, you, oh, you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool, uh, which you've dropped references to, I think, throughout this episode, including a dulcimer player that you had recently on. Oh, uh, yeah, Sarah Kate. Yeah. Sarah Kate Morgan. Yeah. God, she's so good. That episode <laughs> rules. She sounds like she's very good. All yeah. right. Well, until next week, y'all, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I got my goodies tamed last week. How about you? <laughs> uh, I've been Cameron DeWitt, and I'm coming down on the stereo. Hear me on the radio. <laughs> dick, dick, boom. <laughs> <laughs>I was reading the lyrics to that song to be like, what is this song actually about? Maybe it's a hidden gem and it actually has like lyrical substance. And nope, not at all. What the hell is wrong with me? My mom and dad weren't perfect, but you still don't hear no crying ass bitching from me. (laughs) (laughs) Like there seems to be on everybody's CD. So just sit back and relax and let me have your head for a minute. I could show you something in it that is yet to be presented. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh God. That Oof. is just awful. It's really bad. It's, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, it's not even good. Uh, oh, shit. <clears throat>